Welcome to Zichu Daf Simanim Amabari Ram Goldar and Tirum Zechus Yavamas Daf Samach Zayin, the seventh parak Amano Kohen Gadol. So the three daps we're going to focus on number one. The next Mishnah states: Bas Yisrael Shenisas Akona, Bas Yisrael or Bas Levi that's married to a Kohen Umeis Vehnichmu Uberes and he dies and leaves her pregnant. Her tzom barzal slaves may not eat truma on account of the fetus to share in the slaves. For a fetus disqualifies others from eating truma and it does not entitle others to eat truma. These are the words of Yossi. Rashi explains the case is that she already has other children from the Kohen, which entitles her to continue to eat. The reason that the tzom barzal slaves may not eat is that they're now considered the property of the heirs. And since the unborn child is also an heir, he does not entitle them to eat. Rabbi said Rabbi Yossi's reason is because he holds Uber Zara Zaru. A fetus in the womb of a Zara is a Zara and does not entitle the slaves to eat. Rabbi Yossi said that Rabbi Yossi holds Yawud Machil She'en Yawud Machil. A born Kohen entitles others to eat Truma, while an unborn Kohen cannot entitle others to eat Truma. The nafkamina between the two explanations is a fetus in the womb of a Kohenis. According to Rabbi, the slaves would be entitled to eat Truma, since she's not a Zara, whereas according to Rabbi Yosef, they could not eat because they belong in part to a non-born Kohen. Point number two, Rav Yudha said in the name of Shemuel, these are the words of Rabbi Yosef, but the Chomim disagree and say, Yeshua Banim, Banim. If the deceased Kohen has other children aside from the fetus, the slaves may eat Truma on account of the children. If he has no other children, the slaves may eat on account of the Kohen's brothers. If he has no brothers, they eat Truma on account of the other relatives in the Kohen's family. Rashi explains that they hold a fetus does not have a right in the deceased father's estate as an heir and therefore does not disqualify the Tzom Barzal slaves from eating Truma. The Gemara clarifies that Shmuel holds like Yossi, that a Mazaku Uber Kona, an Uber can acquire ownership of assets prior to its birth and therefore he inherits a portion of the Avdeh Tzom Barzal preventing them from eating Truma. And pointing with you, the Gemara Brana writes, which taught the Rabbi Shimbai Chai says, Zacharim Yochu, that if there are any male offspring among the surviving children, the slaves may eat Truma. Rashi explains the Rabbi Shimbai Chai holds like Rabbi Yossi, that an Uber acquires inherited property, but even if there's only one surviving male child, the slaves may continue to eat, even though the Uber is considered an heir as well. When the Gemara asks how Rabbi Shimbai Chai could discount the presence of the Uber, it answers, Ein Uta. We do not concern ourselves with the minority. Rush explains that there's a 50% possibility that the fetus is a female who will not inherit along with the brothers. And even if it's a male, there exists the possibility that the woman will miscarry and that the fetus will never acquire these slaves. Alternatively, it could be that Rabbi Chai does hold that we do concern ourselves with the Mi'uta, with the minority, but the slaves may still eat truma, before we can remedy the situation and have based it appoint an apotropos, a guardian, who can choose other assets for the fetus to inherit, leaving the Avdeit Sombarzal to be inherited by the living brothers. So once again, the three points are number one. The next Mishnah states, Bas Yisrael Shenisus Hakona, Bas Yisrael or Bas Levi, that's married to a Kohen, and he dies and leaves her pregnant. Her tzom barzal slaves may not eat truma on account of the fetus' share in the slaves. For a fetus disqualifies others from eating truma and it does not entitle others to eat truma. These are the words of Rabiosi. Rashi explains the case is that she already has other children from the Kohen, which entitles her to continue to eat. The reason that the tzom barzal slaves may not eat is that they're now considered the property of the heirs. And since the unborn child is also an heir, he does not entitle them to eat. Rabbi said Rabbi Yossi's reason is because he holds Uber Mame Zara Zaru. A fetus in the womb of a Zara is a Zara and does not entitle the slaves to eat. Rabbi Yossi said that Rabbi Yossi holds Yawud Machil She'en Yawud Machil. A born Kohen entitles others to eat Truma, while an unborn Kohen cannot entitle others to eat Truma. 
The nafkamina between the two explanations is a fetus in the womb of a Kohenis. According to Rabbah, the slaves would be entitled to eat truma, since she's not a Zara, whereas according to Rav Yosef, they could not eat because they belong in part to a non-born Kohen. Point number two, Rav Yudah said in the name of Shemuel, these are the words of Rav Yosef, but the Chomim disagree and say, Yeshua banim, ochlim Michelle banim. If the deceased Kohen has other children aside from the fetus, the slaves may eat truma on account of the children. If he has no other children, the slaves may eat on account of the Kohen's brothers. If he has no brothers, they eat truma on account of the other relatives in the Kohen's family. Rashi explains that they hold a fetus does not have a right in the deceased father's estate as an heir and therefore does not disqualify the Tzom Barzal slaves from eating truma. The Gemara clarifies that Shmuel holds like Yossi, that a Mazaku Uber Kona, an Uber can acquire ownership of assets prior to its birth and therefore he inherits a portion of the Avdeh Tzom Barzal preventing them from eating truma. And pointing with you, the Gemara Brana Brites, which taught the Rabbi Shimbai Chai, says, Zacharim Yochu, that if there are any male offspring among the surviving children, the slaves may eat truma. Rashi explains, Rabbi Shimbai Chai holds, like Rabbi Yossi, that an Uber acquires inherited property, but even if there's only one surviving male child, the slaves may continue to eat, even though the Uber is considered an heir as well. When the Gemara asks how Rabbi Shimbai Chai could discount the presence of the Uber, it answers, Ein We do not concern ourselves with the minority. Rashi explains that there's a 50% possibility that the fetus is a female who will not inherit along with the brothers. And even if it's a male, there exists the possibility that the woman will miscarry and that the fetus will never acquire these slaves. Alternatively, it could be that Rabbi Shimbai Chai does hold that we do concern ourselves with the Uta, with the minority, but the slaves may still eat truma, before we can remedy the situation and have Basin appoint an apotropos and a guardian who can choose other assets for the fetus to inherit, leaving the Avdeit Sombarzal to be inherited by the living brothers. All right, so now we go to our Simberdaf Samach Zayn, and this sim was suggested to us by Richard Berry from Passaic, New Jersey, as well as Sean Fried from Woodmere, New York. They both suggest that Samach Zayn is a sizzling barbecue, a sizzling barbecue. So here goes. The slaves at the Avdeit Son Barzal barbecue, who were upset they couldn't serve Truma because their widowed master was pregnant, even though their late master's extended family of Kohanim were all around, overheard the basins of Petropus discuss giving them to the current sons and leaving over the grill for the fetus to inherit. Once again, it's a motion. The slaves at the Avdeit Son Barzal barbecue, barbecue, that must be more enough, Samach Zayn, a sizzling barbecue. The slaves at the Avdeit Sombarzal barbecue, who were upset they couldn't serve Truma because their widowed master was pregnant, which reminds us two reasons are given as to why Rabbi Yossi holds that a Basti or Baslevia is married to a Kohen, and he dies and leaves her pregnant, that her Sombarzal slaves may not eat Truma on account of the fetus to share in the slaves. Rabbi said Rabbi Yossi's reason because he holds Uber Bemezara Zaru, a fetus in the womb of Azara, is Azar and does not entitle the slaves to eat. Rabbi Yossi said that Rabbi Yossi holds Yaud Machel She'en Yaud Einu Machel. A born cone entitles others to eat truma, while an unborn cone cannot entitle others to eat truma. The nafkamina between the two explanations is a fetus in the womb of a kohenis. So the slaves of the Avdeit Sombarzo barbecue, who were upset they couldn't serve truma because their widowed master was pregnant, even though their late master's extended family of kohanim were all around, which reminds us, Rav Yudah said in the name of Shmuel, that these are the words of Yossi, but the Chamim disagree and say, Yeshul banim ochum banim, if the deceased cone has other children aside, from the fetus, the slaves may eat from on account of the children. If he has no other children, the slaves may eat on account of the Kohen's brothers. And if he has no brothers, they eat truma on account of the other relatives in the Kohen's family. Rush explains that they hold a fetus does not have a right in the deceased father's estate as an heir and therefore does not disqualify the Tzombarzal slaves from eating truma. So the slaves at the Avdeit Tzombarzal barbecue who were upset they couldn't serve truma because their widowed master was pregnant 
even though their late master's extended family of Kohanim were all around, overheard the basins of Petropas discuss giving them to the current sons and leaving over the grill for the fetus to inherit. Which reminds us, Rabbi Shimon Chai says, Zacharim Yochu, if there are any male offspring among the surviving children, the slaves may eat truma, even though Rabbi Shimon Chai holds like Yossi that an uber acquires inherited property. Well, the more asks how Rabbi Shimon Chai could discount the presence of the uber, it answers that Rabbi Shimon holds in Choshish and Wamiuta. We do not concern ourselves with the minority. Alternatively, it could be that Rabbi Shimon Chai does hold that we do concern ourselves with the minority, but the slaves may still eat truma. Dalvinulate the concept where we can remedy the situation and have Basin appoint an apotropos, a guardian who can choose other assets for the fetus to inherit, leaving the Avdeit Son Barzal to be inherited by the living brothers. So once again, the slaves at the Avdeit Son Barzal barbecue, who were upset they couldn't serve truma because their widowed master was pregnant, even though their late master's extended family of Kohanim were all around, overheard the basins of Petropus discussed giving them to the current sons and leaving over the grill for the fetus to inherit. All right, now it's time for four blackbat chazara. Dav Gimel. So the similar Dav Gimel is a Segway. So here goes. The man who proudly presented his wife with a pink Segway. Segway? That must have been Dav Gimel. The man who proudly presented his wife with a pink Segway for her birthday, emblazoned with the words, number one, Ezer Kenegdo, which reminds us that Gamora brings seven statements who were taught by Rabbi Lezer. Among them are, Kol Adam Shein Isha Eno Adam. Any man who does not have a wife is not a whole man. For the Pasuk states, he created them male and female, and he called their name Adam. Also, what's the meaning of that which is written, Esla Ezer Kenegdo? I will make him a helpmate opposite him, Zohar Ozarto, Lo Zohar Kenegdo. The man is Zohar, she helps him. If he's not Zohar, she opposes him. So the man who proudly presented his wife with a pink segue for her birthday, emblazoned with the words, Number one, Azer Kenegdo, soon found out that the woman he married was more bitter than death, which reminds us that we discussed the Pasuk, Motza Ani Marma Mavis is the Isha, and I found more bitter than death, the woman. And the Gemara brings the examples of the wives of Rav and Rebichia, as well as the custom done in Eretz Yisrael, that when a man would marry, they would ask him, Matza or Motza? Did you marry a good wife or a bad wife? Matzah, as it's written, Matzah Isha Matzah Tov. He who has found a wife has found goodness. Or Motzah, as it's written, Motzah Nimarma Mavis is Isha. And I found more bitter than death, the woman. So the man who proudly presented his wife with a pink segue for her birthday, emblazoned with the words, Number one, Ezer Kenegdo, soon found out that the woman he married was more bitter than death, who told him that he should have stayed single like the rabbi passing by who craves Torah. Which reminds us when Ben-Azai said that a man who does not procreate causes both the spilling of blood and the diminishment of the divine image, his colleagues questioned him on why he wasn't married. He answered, What else can I do? For my soul craves Torah. The world can be preserved through others. So the similar Dav Samachdalad is a secret agent. So here goes. The secret agent, secret agent, that must be more Dav Samachdalad, sowed. The secret agent spying on the couple who just arrived from Chutzlarz after 10 years of childlessness, which reminds us, it was taught in the price of a man married a woman and remained with her for 10 years, but she didn't bear children. He must divorce her and give her the money he owes from her tzuba, Shemel Zachel Hibanos for perhaps he was not Zochet to build a family through her. The more brings a Zechua Dabrahin for this din, for it says in the puzzle regarding Sarah giving Avram Hagar, that after 10 years of Avram living in Eretz Canaan, and she gave her out to Avram, her husband, him as a wife. And this also teaches that the years that he spent living outside of Eretz Israel, are not included in the count of ten years, as Rashi explains, but perhaps it was the sin of living in Chutzvarts that prevented her from conceiving. So the secret agent spying on the couple who just arrived from Chutzvarts after ten years of childlessness overheard the husband davening in a corner to no longer be sterile, which reminds us that Yitzhak Havina was also akur, he was also sterile, and that's why the Pasik says that he davened with Nochach Ishto, opposite his wife. 
Rav Yitzchak said, why were the Avos and Yimalos sterile? Because the Baruch Hu desires the Tfilos of Tzadikim. So the secret agent spying on the couple who just arrived from Chutzlarts after 10 years of childlessness overheard the husband davening in a corner to no longer be sterile while his wife was hiding away the death certificates of her two previous husbands, which reminds us that Zemachos is going to how many husbands have to die before determining that the wife is a Katanis, two or three. And the Gemara says that the reason we can presume there's a connection between their deaths, even though they're not related, is either Mayangorem, her spring causes her husbands to die through having relations with her, and Ravashi said Mazalgorem, we suspect her muzzle causes their deaths. Dav Samakhe, so the similar Dav Samakhe is sheep, Seth. So here goes. The remarried childless female shepherdess, shepherdess, that must be more on Daf sheep. The remarried childless female shepherdess, who was tending her flock when two previous husbands came and attempted to claim refunds on their ksubas, which reminds us, the Gemara asks if a woman who was married to previous husbands and had no children, and then married a third husband and had no children, may the first two husbands come and say that it's now revealed that she's to blame for the childlessness and claim a refund for their ksuba payments, or may she claim that she only became infertile now. So, the remarried childless female shepherdess who was tending her flock when two previous husbands came and attempted to claim refunds on their ksubas was going to tell them that Pruravu was their mitzvah, not hers, which reminds us, we have Machuk, it's time to come into Yochim and Broka, whether it's only men who are commanded in the mitzvah of Pruravu or women are commanded as well, psukim are brought to support each position. So the remarried childless female shepherdess who was tending her flock when two previous husbands came and attempted to claim refunds on their exubas was going to tell them that Pru Arvu was their mitzvah, not hers, but decided not to rebuke them since they probably wouldn't listen. Which reminds us Rabbi Lohaz said in the name of Rabbi Rabbi Shimon, Kishem shem mitzvah adam lomar davar hanishma, kach mitzvah adam shalomar davar sheno nishma. Just as it's a mitzvah for a person to say words of rebuke that will be accepted, so too there's a mitzvah for a person not to say words of rebuke that will not be accepted. And Rabbi Abba said, it's a chova, it's a chiyuv, not to offer words of rebuke to someone who will not listen. Dav samach vav. So the simmer dav samach vav is a tailor sewing. So here goes. The tailor sewing, tailor sewing, that must be more in dav samach vav. The tailor sewing do not feed truma patches onto the garments of the Abdi Malog, belonging to an Almana, married to a Kongado, which reminds us the opening mission of the seventh parak states that in the case of an Almana who married a Kongado or a Grusha or a Chalutza, who married a Konhedyot, if she brings him slaves that are there, Nixi Malog or Nixi Sombarzal, the Malog slaves do not eat truma, and the Sombarzal slaves may eat truma. So, the tailor sewing do not feed truma patches onto the garments of the Avde Malog, belonging to an Almana married to a Kongado, was suddenly told to stop when she stormed in and said she was getting divorced because he was treating her like a zona, which reminds us that Gamor brings three explanations for why the Avde Malog brought into a prohibited marriage to a Kon may not eat truma. Rav said that Madarai said the slaves may eat truma, but the Rabbanu goes with that they may not eat, so the Almana will say, I can't eat truma, my servants can't eat truma, I must be a zona to my husband, and therefore this will lead to strife between the Almana and Kongado, and he'll come to divorce her. So, the tailor sewing do not feed truma patches onto the garments of the Avdimalog, belonging to an Almana married to a Kongado, was suddenly told to stop when she stormed in and said she was getting divorced because he was treating her like a zona and that she was demanding he give her back all the kalim she had evaluated as Nixay on Barzel. Which reminds us, it was stated, HaMachnezah Shumal Abala, a woman who brings into her marriage evaluated property, which Rashi clarifies, is Nixay on Barzel, which was evaluated and written into the Ksuba and guaranteed to be returned if they divorce or the husband dies. If she says, I want to take my kalim, and he says, I'll give you money in the amount of their value, 
Who gets the key that belongs? Rav Yudah said the dinner's with her. Mishum Shavak Beisavir For since these are the prestige of her father's household, they're hers. Rabbi Yami said they're his. For since the Mishnah taught that the husband is completely responsible for the Tzom Barzal slaves, we can learn that Nixi Tzom Barzal are considered his. All right, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which step you learn that a wife makes a man whole and is his Ezer Konegdo? That's on Duff. Samach Gimel. Good number two. Which of the Rabbi holds that an Uber in the womb of a pregnant widow does not entitle her update Sombarzal to eat Truma? That's on Duff. Samach Zion. Good number three. Which of the that one should not give Tochach if the person will not listen? That's on Duff. Good number four. Wished up were three reasons given as to why the Avdi Mugug of an Almana to a Kongado do not eat Truma. That's on Duff. Good number five. Wished up to be Mugug's Beishim Beisil regarding how to fulfill the mitzvah of Pru Urvu. That's on Duff. Good number six. Wished up to be when the Benazah was not owing the mitzvah of Pru Urvu because of his Cheshit for Torah. That's on Duff. Good number seven. Which we discuss whether former husbands may demand a refund for the ksuba payment from a childless widow? That's on Duff. Good number eight. Which of you in the Yitzchak was also sterile? That's on Duff. Good number nine. Which of you in the graves of the Ovde Chachamim are not metame? Tumas Oel. That's on Duff. Samachov. Good. And number 10. Which of the other the hold that as long as there is one living brother, the Abdate Sombarzo, the pregnant widow, may eat Truma? That's on Duff. Samach Zayn. Excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham Zikh wishing you a great day and great learning.